Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. Get you bored on this Tuesday night. Coming up at 9, Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus. What do the numbers say? What does he see in this matchup? Eagles, Niners, Sunday, NFC title game. And how about the line movement in the Bengals and the Chiefs today? That is up now to two and a half points. The Bengals are the favorite on the road. I mean, I, I don't I, I don't know what's going to come out in the next couple of days with Patrick Mahomes, but it, it sounds to me like people in the know realize he's really hurt. I mean, he's, I think he's going to play. He put up an Instagram last night saying, see you Sunday, Chiefs Kingdom. He's a tough guy. He played through it on Sunday, but... Oftentimes, I think those sprains, we saw it with Jalen Hurts. You play through it, you, you have the adrenaline, and then two days later, you're like, oh, bleep, I, this, I can't move. I, this hurts. So it, it feels like we're getting a very hobbled Mahomes on Sunday, and I, I think the line move makes sense. I, I would take the Bengals to win that football game over the Chiefs. We'll get back to those games and all the Gannon stuff coming up in a minute, but we've got to play this for you before we dive back to the Hall of Fame debate. Yesterday, Chris Sims on his podcast Asked about, talking about with his co-host, the game between the Giants and the Eagles on Saturday night. And I think it was a chance here for Chris Sims to kind of maybe move off Jalen Hurts' criticism, praise Jalen Hurts a little bit, you know, be honest about what he saw in the game on Saturday. Instead, we got this from Chris Sims. If he was playing for the Eagles and if Jalen Hurts was playing for the Giants, I mean... How I, yeah. much do the Eagles win by? I, I, 20 right. still? Well, uh, yeah, 30? I don't think it's Might a, be closer. I don't think it's a whole lot different because Daniel Jones is going to be able to do the same thing. I mean, he can do some of the things that Jalen Hurts. Yeah, maybe not as good a runner, but we know he's really close. It's not like, oh, whoa, way better. Again, if you're going to ask me who I'd rather have as a passer, I'd rather have Daniel Jones. I'm sorry about that. I don't know. I'm probably you're going to get me in trouble today. And this is not, but this. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying, you know, but, it's just to speak more to the quality of the teams, that, right? That, that's, and that's stating the obvious. For real. Here, well, I, right? what we're trying to say is, what the hell are you talking about? So, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there with Chris Sims, who now, if we go through this over over the past couple of years, before last season, Chris Sims, before Hurts, his first year as a starter in 2021, Chris Sims didn't have a, didn't have him as a top 40 quarterback in the NFL behind a guy named Kellen Mond, who I believe is either out of the league or a third stringer somewhere. He wasn't top 40 quarterback. And Jalen Hurts led a team to the playoffs. And then before this year, they had him at 26 behind Daniel Jones. So we're still doing the Daniel Jones thing. And then about six, seven weeks ago, he laughed at the notion that Hurts was as valuable to his team as Allen 
and Burrow and Mahomes. Allen, by the way, who's out of the playoffs. Allen who played like crap in a playoff game again, and his team lost. So that that happened on, on this past Sunday. So now we go to this nonsense here from Saturday. Are the Eagles roster around the quarterback better than the Giants? Obviously. I, I, like, does, he, does he think he's being like highbrow there telling us that? Does no one here realize the Eagles have more talent around their quarterback than, than the Giants? Obviously they do. But to also say he'd rather have Daniel Jones as a pastor, when has Daniel Jones ever excelled as a pastor in the NFL? What is he talking about? I, I said this last time when I first saw the video, I tweeted it. I can appreciate doubling down on a take. I think we've all done that. I think everyone here at WIP does it all the time. We have an opinion, and maybe it doesn't go the way we think, and we say, screw it, I'm doubling down. But once in a while, there, there might be a time to tap out. And I feel like for Chris Sims, he's got to be reaching the point where he taps out on Jalen Hurts. Tucker, it's, it's like he just – I don't think he hates him. I don't, know, I don't think it's personal. People say it's personal. I don't know why it would be. He doesn't think he's very good, and he won't admit he is. Yeah, I just – I don't know what you're getting from this, right? Because the one thing I think is very beneficial to someone if you're, you know, going through a career as it takes men is admitting you're wrong every once in a while, right? I think people find that kind of endearing. Sure. And if you do it, you gain a little bit of respect. And we all move on and think it's okay. And he just keeps digging the hole deeper and deeper. And maybe one day Jalen Hurts will play like crap and he'll point and say, see, I told you, but – I don't know. He's been proven wrong like 16 times this year, and he keeps doubling down every single time. And, and I just the, the thrower thing. Like, what world is? Why is Daniel Jones a better thrower of the football? I, he had 15 touchdowns this year, Joe. Cool. I mean, that, that's in, in 17 games. Like, what are we talking? 16 games he started. With, like, what are we talking about as a thrower? I mean, I understand he's not playing with a stacked deck over there, and Jalen Hurts is, and that, I don't think that's the debate. It's just. I mean, just give it up, dude. Like Jalen Hurts is is 60 minutes away from playing in the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, and over the past two years, you've thought 30, at least 40, and then 25 quarterbacks are better. This guy's been in the playoffs two years in a row and might go to the Super Bowl. I, obviously, your analysis is dead wrong, just dead wrong. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go back to the lines here. Let's talk about this Hall of Fame stuff. Mike in Morrisville has a thought on Chase Utley eventually making the Hall of Fame. What's up, Mike? Well, I wanted to talk about the Hall of Fame, but just what you guys just said. I'm not a Philadelphia fan. I'm a sports fan, but I, I, I who the heck is Chris Sims? I mean, I know who he is, but he never did anything in the NFL. So no. what does his opinion mean? If I had a vote, I would probably say I would put Hurts for MVP. So I'll let that go there. But I, I heard you say that you think Utley and Iguodala should be in the Hall of Fame, and I just don't get that. Their stats don't show that. I mean, did Utley even have 2,000 hits? Did he even bat 275? Iguodala, I mean, what did he average, about 12 points a game or something like that? I don't understand where you're getting, do you think that they should be in the Hall of Fame? So I think they're two separate things. I, I don't think Iguodala has any sort of statistical case. I really don't. But he was a part of a dynasty in basketball, and those guys make the Hall of Fame. Like that's the way he was. The, he was the Finals MVP on a di- on a team that was a dynasty. I I think mm. you go through basketball history; those guys usually don't not make the Hall of Fame. So I think he gets in because a unique case. But Utley, Utley, I do think it has credentials to make the Hall of Fame. He was the best second baseman in the league for five straight years, Mike. That that's enough to put you in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, I I get what you're saying, but I mean, to me, it gets ridiculous. It's not the Hall of Fame should be like a far away and above and. Not just that they were good for a couple of years. I just, 
I don't know. I, I, I can't get to the, the, you know, you have to have the stats to get into two. And as disappointing as this sounds, that, that 2007 to, say, 11 or 12, mm-hmm. don't you think the Phillies were kind of disappointing? They only won one. They really should have won more, you know? They really should have with the pitching. I agree with you, yeah, Mike. I agree with you on that. Um, yeah. yeah. Overall, I think you kind of replay and think about all the talent they had, and then add in, you know, Lee and Halliday. Yeah, they probably yeah, should have won aces. another one. Yeah, they should have. And <laughs> yeah. then, and then they got better each regular season. But obviously, they didn't go as far in the playoffs. So, Mike, I appreciate it. And I, I don't expect everyone to agree with me on Utley. I mean, it, I, I don't think he's going to be a slam dunk. I think he's going to be a polarizing, debated case. But. Doesn't position matter? I was I, I was having this argument with Howard a couple hours ago. The position matters. If we're looking at Chase Utley's numbers and just say compared to all the other baseball players, you know, ever, you know, does his what does he have? Two hundred and fifty nine home runs put him in the Hall of Fame? No, right? You look at him compared to everybody else. This is four hundred eleven doubles put him in the Hall of Fame. His eighteen hundred eighty five hits to put him in the Hall of Fame. No, but when you look at him compared to second baseman, I mean. You could count on two hands the number of second basemen that ever had stretches like him. Ever. And I think you can count on three hands the number of second basemen that were better. That's 15, Tucker. 15. Looked to me like I was crazy. Three hands. Yeah, I guess. It's not really a saying, though, is it? But why? It should be. I guess. I mean, if we're using the vernacular hands, right? You count on one hand, two hands, and I want to go to 15. Isn't it just a third hand? I guess if you're borrowing a hand from somebody. Yeah, I mean, you've got your own two hands and you, you, you count on your neighbor's hand. You can count on your neighbor's hand along with yours the number of second, second base that had better careers than him. Like, And that's in totality. I mean, I'm looking right now, um, you know, in terms of Hall of Famers at second base, guys that are in the Hall of Fame. He's right there. You know, like, Alomar and Biggio are in the Hall of Fame. Like, was Craig Biggio a better player than Chase Utley? I don't he just th- played for like 30 years. Exactly. I don't think he was a better player. I think he had he he lasted longer. But I don't think his best was better than Chase Utley's. Um you know, other guys that are around the same kind of numbers as Chase Utley. You know, was Ryan Sandberg an appreciably better player than Chase Utley? I don't think he was. I mean, if you ask me right now who I'd rather have on my team, I, I'd pick Chase Utley. Now, is part of that because I didn't like Ryan Sandberg as a manager, so maybe I'm maybe I'm knocking his career, but he was a you great player. You worried Sandberg's going to give up in the middle of June and go home? He might. I mean, he was a great player. I'm not trying to say Ryan Sandberg wasn't an outstanding player at, at that position. But I, mean, I look at Utley, and I, I think he was better. And also, Chase Utley played in way more important games. I mean, Ryan Sandberg played on a losing team. He was a losing player for his career with the Cubs for all those years. Like. This is another thing. I don't think we give his postseason career enough credit. Right? We talk about what he's done in the regular season. He tied Reggie Jackson's record for home runs in the World Series. Yes. And and, and then, I mean, just go back to his the most signature play of his career in the World Series. Like, I, I think that stuff should matter. You know, I think he's almost the polar opposite of Bobby Abreu. Bobby Abreu's stats are amazing. Bobby Abreu, uh, some people want to make cases. I, I have... Tucker, I'm sure this guy has tweeted at you. There's a, a Twitter account out there. I don't know the guy's – I forget his, his actual name. His whole thing is just making the case for Bobby Abreu. Have you ever seen this person? I have. Yeah, and he, you know, he puts up videos. He makes compelling cases with numbers. And I think he's Bobby Abreu has the highest OPS in Philly's history. It's yeah, higher than Mike Schmidt. Bobby Abreu was an outstanding offensive player. I mean, I, I'm not, no, no denying it. He was outstanding. But does Bobby Abreu have any moments of his career that were important, that, that mattered? That resonate. You don't count the 2005 home run derby. I don't. So the answer is no. I mean, Chase Utley mattered. The home runs in the World Series, the the play against the Rays, like that's that's I a do Hall think of Famer. My kind of test for Hall of Fame players, and maybe Scott Rowland fails this to an extent, but 
I always think if we took you out of baseball, let's say Bobby Abreu never existed, does the story of baseball change? It doesn't. I don't think it does at all. Utley, it changes the story. It does. Now, I'm not saying it's like the same thing as Babe Ruth, but it changes the story. Brian's in Middletown. Brian's up on WIP. Hey, Brian. Oh, hey, Joe. Pleasure talking with you, my friend. You too, Brian. What are you thinking tonight? Man, you got some great topics going on tonight, so I'm going to try to chime in on uh, well, th- three of them. First, uh, Chris Sims was a garbage quarterback. All right, so <laughs> he was. Let's put out there. He was a garbage quarterback. And the next time he comes in the Lincoln Financial Field, I hope the fans give him a welcome. Right, just 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 give him a nice verbal welcome because he's doubling down like the jackass that he is and refuses to acknowledge what we all see with our own damn eyes. That hurts is one hell of a player. So yeah, Chris Sims is done in my mind. So uh, that's all I have to say about him. Um, uh, regarding the Hall of Fame, before I jump back to the Eagles, for for me the Baseball Hall of Fame is a joke. All right, I mean we can uh, try to dance around. This is almost like something out of an Orwellian novel. Like, pretend you don't remember Barry Bonds doing what he did and Roger Clemens doing what he did and Alex Rodriguez doing what he did. Just pretend that didn't happen. And Pete Rose. I mean, this thing is so – so what we're going to do is we're going to put mediocre guys in the Hall of Fame and just pretend like those other guys didn't do what they did. Man, it's an absolute joke. Brian, before you, before you go on, I agree with you on a lot of what you just said. And it, the fact that they've tried to whitewash an era is ridiculous. Like it's that so er- stupid. Barry- it's so- the fact that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens aren't in the Hall of Fame, and I know they cheated. Like, we all know what happened. But, but the fact that we just pretend they weren't the best of the best is silly. Excuse, hey, listen, excuse me, Joe. Uh, I believe Dave Ortiz. Was he associated with Stan Yes, he was. What yes. about Mike Piazza? And see, that's the other thing. We know that there are guys who use steroids who are in the Hall of Fame. All right? So the Hall of Fame is a museum. It's not a church. It's <laughs> supposed to document the history of the game. And you have these baseball writers that have it up their butt because, of, I guess, they didn't like the way Barry Bonds carried himself, wouldn't talk to them. Can we just get the guys who are great, who we all watch, who, by the way, baseball collected all the revenues for. Oh, they, 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 so they collected billions of dollars off these guys. That's, that's, so that's the reason for me. I have, no, I have no desire to even visit Cooperstown. I mean, I'm a sports guy. My son played baseball. But to me, that, that the whole, their whole attitude pisses me off. Because actually, we want to we can we want to dig into this whole you know stuff outside the game. But well, what do we do about before 1947, before baseball was integrated? Well, of do course. We to, I mean, so to me, just put the great guys in and let's call it a day and just move on. All right. Thanks for letting me rant on that, Joe. Let me answer your question about um, Jonathan again. Yeah, I'll acknowledge that. Hey, I owe him an apology. I have no problem doing that. Uh, as a matter of fact, the defense has been pretty consistent. You know. When people complain, including Angelo, <laughs> and I know Nick called him out for it. I mean, obviously there are certain spots, certain instances. I guess the, the worst game probably was the Dallas game, that second Cowboys game. But for the most part, this defense has been very consistent. Uh, they keep the points total down, which is the most important thing. Um, and, hell, this team, we know the record. I mean, the record is the record, the best record in the National Football League. So, to me – um, I'm, you know, I'm willing to say, hey, and actually, Joe, you know, I kind of, I had my doubts about the coaching staff as a whole because I thought they were too young. I was concerned about, you know, the lack of experience, but um, they proved me wrong, and I'm happy to say they proved me wrong. Now, listen, John McGannon still has to finish the deal, though, meaning, you know, let's punch our ticket to the Super Bowl. Don't, don't have, you know, an effort where you're allowing this rookie quarterback to come in 
and, and play well. Because, you know, we've had some examples of that in the past. Uh, where, you know, you have these young quarterbacks, inexperienced quarterbacks on, who would actually play well in, you know, against the Eagles in the past. Uh, so you just want to, you know, kind of finish the deal. Yeah, that. I want, Brian, you're right, of course. And Brian, I appreciate it. Like, don't let this be Jake Tell home. Like, don't, let's not do that again with Brock Purdy coming here this weekend. Uh, but the defense has been consistent. I mean, it, 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 you go through the games this year. Yeah, week one, the Lions put up some points. The Lions also ended up with the most 30-point games in the NFL this year. That was a really good offense. They shut down the Vikings, who had a pretty good offense in week two. You go through it, it was it was a good defense. And and some of the weeks where the offense was struggling a little bit to find themselves, like the Indianapolis game, they kept them in it. They really did. And it, I, I'm glad you brought up the record because it goes for all these coaches. It goes for Sirianni, Steichen, it goes for Gannon, it goes for Hurts. This team's 15-3. and three. And when Jalen Hurts is their quarterback, when they have their quarterback – and, and whatever else is available around the quarterback. And they've been relatively healthy this year, but they've had some ups and downs, right? You know, missing whether it be Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or Avante Maddox or whoever for periods of time, Goddard. When they've had their quarterback in there, they're 15-1. and one. Like, their success should no longer surprise anybody. They have been, week in, week out, the best team in the NFL the entire season. Now, the Bengals and the Niners are on incredible runs where they, they had slow starts. And they figured it out, and, and they're both great teams. And and we know the Chiefs are just consistently the, like as high of a level as anybody the last five years. But this year, week, week in, week out, the Eagles have been the best team in the league that, when Jalen Hurts is out there. That hasn't changed. Steve is in Agarber Township. Hey, Steve. Yeah, what's going on? First of all, I mean, I'm a diehard Philly guy all the way. And, but if Kurt Schilling can't get in the Hall of Fame, then, then I, I can't put uh, Utley in uh, – and Rollins in there. They're really, really good players, but to me, they're not good enough. But I really want to talk about Chris Sims. This guy was a horrible college quarterback at Texas. He really wasn't that good there. He was terrible in the NFL. And Arvlosky on ESPN, who last year said that Jalen Hurst didn't have a quarter of the talent that Carson Wentz has. And we all know now that Carson Wentz is no better than a backup in the NFL after this, after this debacle in Washington can't make in the playoffs in a game that they should have won at the end of the year. But Chris Sims, I mean, this guy is a complete idiot. I mean, if it wasn't for nepotism, he wouldn't even have a job doing anything. If it wasn't for daddy, that man wouldn't be on TV. He is horrible and he's stupid. His his analysis is terrible. Yeah, and well, Steve, he was he was a bad. Quarterback. I remember when he lost his job at Texas. He stunk. I mean, he was supposed to be the next big thing. I remember he was a high school player in New Jersey. I mean, he was supposed to be the next big thing, and he stunk. I mean, he was a bad college quarterback. He was a terrible pro quarterback, and he gives. You know, it's one thing to be wrong, Steve. People are wrong all the time. Just move on, move off it. Like say I was wrong, and he's better than I thought, and no one will care anymore. Yeah, I mean, how can you say the things that he says about Jalen Hurts? has proven that he's a top-five quarterback. I'll take him over Josh Allen any day of the week because Josh Allen makes the Brett Favre mistakes. That man's never going to win a Super Bowl because he thinks he can do everything, and he won't take the short passes. He's always going for the bomb. He reminds me a lot of uh, Carson Wentz, but Carson Wentz was good. I mean, he always goes for the big play, and you can't do that. You have, that's why Burrow, in my opinion, in my opinion, Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL. The guy is absolute ice in his veins. He's going to go into Kansas City. He's going to win again this week. Um, but Jalen Hurts doesn't have to take a backseat to anybody. If I'm the Eagles, seven years, 280, guaranteed 200 million, he's ours. Boom. Love it, Steve. Appreciate the phone call. Steve's throwing out the contract already. 
negotiated for Jalen Hurts. Um, I, agree. I I think that Burrow-Mahomes conversation is about the – I would say from the moment Mahomes became what he's become. We've just led every conversation about quarterback play with Mahomes, either him by himself or Mahomes and. Right? Mahomes and Brady, Mahomes and Rodgers, just Mahomes. And now it has to be Mahomes and Burrow. I mean, and, and you know what? In two weeks, Jalen Hurts could beat either of them, and he deserves to be part of the conversation too. But I, I look at Joe Burrow, what he's done the last two postseasons. It's as impressive as anything I've seen in the postseason since young Tom Brady. I mean, this it's, it's remarkable. He it just, it just beats everybody. And he rips their heart out while he does it. He's a, he's a great quarterback. And as far as Phil, uh, Chris Sims, Phil Sims' son, he did stink in college. I used to like those Texas teams. I used to think there was a lot of talent on those teams, NFL players. And he lost his job to a guy named Major Applewhite once. Remember Major Applewhite? I do. Yeah, he beat out Chris. I think they, I think if I remember right, like they pulled him in. A, I remember watching a bowl game or something or a Big 12 title game, and they pulled Chris Sims out of it to put Major Applewhite in. I mean, Chris Sims, like Tucker said a few minutes ago, it's okay to be wrong. Like, no one really cares. He mentioned, uh, our last caller mentioned Orlovsky. Right, Orlovsky's on TV every day giving opinions about quarterbacks. And I used to disagree a lot with what Dan said about Carson Wentz. I just I, I thought he was just dead wrong. But he was also wrong about Jalen Hurts, and he moved off of that. It, it does none of that, I mean, it's all just opinion. And obviously facts change. I, I always think it's silly when someone says, Well, I didn't like him, so I can't ever like him. Well, the opinions change. You know, once in part time, I did like Carson Wentz. 2016, 2017, I was a fan of Carson Wentz. And then he's played deteriorated, and I began not to like him as much anymore. It's, it's okay to change based on the facts. And the facts are Jalen Hurts has become one of the NFL's better quarterbacks. That's the truth. And Daniel Jones, while he got better, he's not in that league. He's not in that league. And, and for Chris Sims to double down, it's um, – I mean, obviously, I don't think he's an idiot. So maybe he's doing it to get us all riled up, and it obviously worked again. Uh, but I just think he's he's coming across as stupid. Maybe, maybe I realize what he's doing, but I'm not sure if everybody does. Like, so for some people out there who just see this stuff, like, does this guy have any idea what he's talking about? I mean, it's just it, it comes across as as ridiculous. And and I actually would love, and I know he won't do. It. I know the afternoon shows reached out. I would love for Chris Sims to come on this radio station after the Eagles are in the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. Like Chris, come on, man. Let, let's be real. Like just you, admit you were wrong. Just say it. Apologize to Jalen Hurts and move on. We'll move on. I have a feeling he, he strikes me as someone who has got a, maybe a little bit of anger to him. Because he kept losing job time to Major Applewhite? Yeah, like he's got a little chip on his shoulder. I feel like he'd be annoyed at the assertion he should apologize. Yeah, I don't think it would go over well. Yeah, I'm willing to ask. All right, 215-592-9494. It is how you hop aboard on... This Tuesday night. Coming up, we got a lot to do in our 9 o'clock hour, including Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus. He will join us. And I'm, I'm curious what I say. It's what I'm watching for, sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of mobile network designed to save you money. Curious what he thinks on Burrow Mahomes this weekend. Bengals now out to a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And where are the matchups for the Eagles? Where are the matchups for the Niners? What are we looking for on Sunday? We'll get the take for Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, next right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.